This episode of the Coach's Lounge is presented to you by Kanan. Kanan, it exists for the very purpose of improving your outdoor life and to elevate your experiences to absolute best they can be. So they design and manufacture their high-performance eyewear to be clearly better than any sunglasses you've ever tried before. Let's be honest, your life is always better when you have a nice pair of shades on. Nobody likes the gas station brand or the knockoffs, right? Kanan's polarized sunglasses are composed of proprietary resin that's shatterproof, lighter than polycarbonate, yet offers a clarity of glass. One look, and it's plain to see that they're clearly better. So go get your pair of Kanan's today at K-A-E-N-O-N.com. Let me tell you firsthand, I was coaching out the softball field a couple years ago as a genius that I am. I took a ball to the face, and these glasses absolutely saved my eye. Most other glasses would have shattered and done serious damage. This just popped out the lens, and I popped it right back in, and we were good to go. Kanan is the way to go. Coach Flynn and I both have tried them, and we are both sold on this brand. K-A-E-N-O-N.com. This episode is also brought to you by Willie Burger. Now, let's be honest. We all like a good burger. If you're looking for a good burger, you need to go hit up Willie Burger. They have two locations, one in Katy and one in Beaumont. That was the site of this last episode, and let me tell you, it is Willie, Willie good. Go get you a Willie Burger located in Beaumont and Katy. There's two different locations. Trust me, it's worth the drive. Go get you a Willie Burger, and when they go, tell them you heard about it in the Coach's Lounge. Welcome to the Coach's Lounge Podcast, dedicated to the experiences from the real coaches' offices around the country. These are the great stories we love to share and hear from the gridiron, court, and fields across America. Now, join coaches Kevin Flanagan and Matt Marshall as they open the lounge now. Well, we ventured out to a clinic, and uh, we didn't make we we didn't stay at it very long, but we started. And it was, we left in the morning and we were having a few toddies in the morning driving and I like to drive fast. Oh, and okay. I had a car that, you know, the, the console, I mean, there was no console, but the uh, glove compartment was a big thing. It had two cup little things for it. So we had the cups there and we were pouring drinks and drinking and going all the way back. Yeah, go ahead. Because Is it, I'm is it bigger than your current golf yeah, cart that you drive? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. It was a big car, but we're driving along. And we'd been having a few, and I'm flying, and all of a sudden, you know, and here's a police officer, and I went, oh, shit. So we pull over, and this idiot that's sitting next to me right there, he takes these, this, you know, glove compartment and slams it shut. <laughs> and here's all the drinks there. And I mean, it's pouring out of there like water. Oh I went, God, <laughs> my license is in there. I never carried my license. I had to get that out. And the officer Hand comes it up. To him. It smells like whiskey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. This one coach is in the backseat. He's kind of like, he's been drinking Jack Daniels. And I'm going, oh, God, we're going to, oh, this is bad. We're all going to lose our job. And the officer, luckily, he said, oh, you guys are coaches, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're on our way to a clinic he said hey slow down damn it you can't go that i said hey i apologize we opened up the glove compartment we started to go we had to stop at this one place to get a little more liquor this one guy he's standing against the side of this frame outside and it's like he's asleep and we had to get his ass in and then we go to the uh, to the clinic i'm registering the coaches they go into the clinic to listen to this guy now this is a college coach okay and this guy was our defensive coordinator and he's sitting there now he he was pretty well lit and he sits down and the coaches kind of guided him in there and we sit down and they're getting stuff out and this coach is talking and he's saying something and this idiot that's my dc goes that's bullshit that won't work <laughs> all of a sudden all of a sudden, here come my coaches out with this guy in tow. And I'm going, what the hell are you doing? We just got here. He said, we got to get out of here. He just said this guy talking was bullshit. So I went, are you kidding me? Did you really do that? He goes, yeah, I did. No. So we had to leave. We couldn't even go into the session until the next day. And the thing is that this guy didn't get out of bed. Okay. Okay. The whole clinic. And guess what? His underwear, were sh it was just shredded. And we're going, 
How in the hell did that happen? What the guy that was sleeping in the room with him, we accused him, yeah. you know, kind of like the guy that Coach Massey talks about. They got in bed with the kids who he needs to tell that. Story. I, I, don't, I don't know about that one. Yeah, well, he'll tell that in yeah. a second. But I thought, what in the hell happened? How are you going to explain this one? You didn't leave the room and your underwear shredded. But that was one of the clinics that we never made it to that it would have been probably a good clinic except for this guy saying that stuff. But the Bayou Bowl, if we want to talk about the one with the Everclear, that was a bad night. See, look, look how confused he is. Look how confused he is. He was riding with me and we're arguing like hell as to who's going to drive. Here's here's what the face is. It's either either he's playing dumb or there's too many Everclear stories to know which one you're referring to. Yeah, that that was... we were drinking margaritas with Everclear. Yeah, we, we didn't know we they we didn't know we they didn't were. Know, no, we, we didn't, didn't know we were. But we were until it was too late. And it was. Aren't you was, pretty? You've been pretty obvious when you're drinking Everclear, isn't it? No, nah, well, no. it was pretty. No, was maybe pretty not. Good. I'm not. I guess maybe I'm not a pro time. like you guys. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Just remember, remember it, was, it's, it was June. It was hot. Okay. Yeah, we Fair. were thirsty. Fair enough. And once you get like one or two in, you're like, "Oh, I'll just have it's another like one." And it was yeah. our fajita feast. We weren't coaching. We're just as directors. <laughs> it's a fajita feast, and we have a grito contest and all that. And we're just sitting there having a few, and then the kids leave and they go with their coaches and so on. And we decided to go downtown Baytown, <laughs> which isn't a big place. And we went to a place I think it was Dirty Bay or something like that. We started. We had a few more there, and then. He and I are arguing as to who's going to drive, who's right and who's wrong, who no, can drive and all that stuff. Huh? You were lost in your hometown. No. I wasn't <laughs> so let's lost. clarify That's for a damn lie. Baytown's like a little small little suburb outside southeast of Houston. It's not small. It's not. It's not. If you coach there for 47 years, you don't know where you're going. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, 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 Forty-seven where years. You go, hey, we have to go. It's where the Bucky's is, right, right, right there. Right, Turn right, off yeah, at the right, Bucky's you're right. in. So, so we drive back. And we're by a Waffle House next to our motels. Right. And so we stopped there and we and eat. We what is that with coaches and Waffle House? I, well, it's the only thing open. open. It's, it's the only thing open. Fair yeah. enough. Again, right. okay. I and so then the next morning, I made it to the elevator and I go, this ain't a good day. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back to my room and I was done for a little while. And then I go over to practice and Tom Nolan was coaching the uh, West team. And I right. go over there to Sterling the and watch him and – I walk up there and Tommy Nolan goes, you look like shit. <laughs> he said, are you going to die? I said, I might. And it was hot and he was worried about us being out well, there in the heat. June. Yeah. yeah. But what happened to Cleach in his room? What's oh, that? yeah. Cleach. In, yeah. Tell that, Joe. Yeah, because that was good. He was scarred. Yeah. So anyway, we're uh, I go back to the room and, you know, I'm in my room and I you go and brush your teeth and do all this. And I, I come out of the rest, I come out of my, uh, my bathroom and I'm, Go to uh, take a right, and then the, I know the bed's over here, so I take another right. Well, I obviously took a right too quick, and I hit the, <laughs> I hit the, uh, the corner. All right. So what's that? So I yeah. So I uh, I hit, like two I, hit, I obviously I hit the corner. I don't know. So anyway, I go to bed. <laughs> I go to bed. I wake up, uh, you know, next morning or this that morning, and uh, get up and I go into you know into the bathroom. I go you know go to the bathroom and you know get a shower and stuff. I look in the mirror. You know I do all this stuff and I, I look up and I look in the mirror and I got blood all over my face. Oh my god! And I'm like going, who hit me? <laughs> who? All right. So what the hell happened? And who hit me? So you know, I cleaned it up and I got it. I mean I you know right here I got I you know my eyes you know bloodied up and and stuff and. I go downstairs, and this is the same night that, that he doesn't show up. He doesn't show up that day. I showed uh, up. Takes, well, a little late. Up a little late. Left. No, you let, you showed up, and then you left. Yeah. Anyway. You weren't so, on the side of the road at this point. No, no, no. no. This is, okay. This is, later. this is later. And so, anyway, I go. I come down, and they go, Ooh, what happened to you? I said, I don't know, but who hit me? <laughs> <laughs> Where's he at? Who, who hit me? I want to know who hit me. They said, what are you talking about? I said, look. I said, somebody hit me. Somebody yeah, hit me. Bangs into the wall. Somebody freaking hit me. Uh-huh. And so, and, uh, and I told him. I, mean, I was worried about it. Yeah, yeah. I told him. I, I, you know, I don't know if I went out later and somebody, you know, got in a fight or whatever. But, but, and then I figured out when I went back up to the room later that uh, 
I, you know, I go look and, and there's, a, you know, there's a mark on the wall <laughs> on the corner and, you know, pretty sharp edge. And I'm like going, ah. <laughs> Did you get a shiner or anything? The long, oh, yeah. Well, it, all it, yeah. Skin up. it was yeah. skin up. And, he, looked mean, like you know, I, he looked like he got beat up. I, mean, yeah, I, was, I was concerned for a while. Yeah. yeah. For a like, minute. It's like, yeah, you know, A concern for a quick minute, for, right? Yeah, right. for a quick minute, but. Hey, make sure you check us out on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the same, at Real Coach Lounge. Let me say that again, at Real Coach Lounge. Hook up with us. Let us know on Facebook you're there. Let's start a chat. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, questions, things you want to hear, things you don't want to hear, all that fun stuff. This is a podcast for everybody we just happen to be sitting in the lucky seats asking the questions and enjoying the laughs but you guys are the ones that this is for join us on social media and let's all enjoy this fun ride together well i mean worse things have happened in rooms at, at clinics and well, stuff well right. I mean, this was this is just right? yeah but this is bios valuable stuff and yeah the oh, one year okay. that uh that we had, we're talking about concrete where uh, there's a knock on my door about two thirty-three in the morning and it said uh, Baytown police. And I go, Oh my God. I said, Hey, Sonny, answer the door. So I said, hell no, you're the head coach. You answer it. So I do. And they said, well, we had a little problem here that this person (laughs) kind of got, yeah. One of the trainers kind of got attacked and, and got thrown down and got beat up bad and all that stuff. And he had scratches because he kind of, I guess, dragged him on the concrete or something. Who knows? <laughs> oh and my so, God. being sympathetic, we called him concrete. You know? <laughs> so, but that, but that's a, that was the day that we went over and practice at uh, at Friendswood. Yeah. And uh, I said, "Where the hell is Crete?" You know, Crete wasn't there, which is concrete. He wasn't there. And and uh, I said, "Where's this other coach?" And uh, Joe said. Blackie, go ahead, tell him. Okay, this other coach, <laughs> <laughs> he got really drunk the, the night before and wasn't feeling too good. And he goes, well, where, where's he at? And I said, well, Black Hawk Down. <laughs> and so that, he, he, don't, he don't even have a name anymore. He's Black Hawk yeah, Down. Every time we see him, Black Hawk Down. But he was in the uh, little gutter or the yeah. uh, little terrain right there just throwing up right outside. Of the yeah, that's when Richard Carson uh, first taking the job at College Park. And so he's the only had freshman. And yeah. so I said, so, well, he's working the Bayou Bowl. Yeah, he's working the Bayou Bowl. And I'm the defensive coordinator. And I asked her, like I said, hey, did you get the, the cards, you know, for the for the defensive cards kind of deal? And he says, ah, he turned around and yelled at Carson. He said, Carson, go back to the truck and uh, get the cards. So he does it. And I said, hey, he's a head coach. You're talking to him like that. And he says, not today. He's a freshman coach. <laughs> I mean, all they had were freshmen at the school. They, it was a brand new school and he opened it up. He, just, uh, he ain't nothing but a freshman coach. Fair enough. And then that was, that was the year that we had, uh, we had a big old, de- well, on defense, we had eight kids that played in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Godfrey from, yeah, from, from Baytown. Aragpo. Aragpo. Uh, he was a hell Lombardi Award winner. The DN. The, uh, then uh kid from D- Bennett from from, oh, from uh, anyway. And a kid from Galena Park played but, but, at but LSU anyway, and played in the but, league. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, well, him and the kid from Pearland. Yeah. They uh, – anyway, there's a little argument out on the field <laughs> – out on the field <laughs> – and Gary Koch, he grabs the, the kid from Pearland who's like 6'5", and you know who Gary Koch is? I don't. He's, he's about – he's, he's head coach at Memorial, but he's about 5'5". Five, five. Oh, so, so he grabs the kid from Pearland, and he's standing there, you know, and he's like that. And then I'm 5'10", and I grabbed the kid from Glenda Park, who is – he played at LSU and played for the Packers. Oh, yeah. Anyway, he, he's, he's like 6'6". Six, six. Wow. And he's MFing that kid, MFing that kid, MFing that kid. And I said, hey, you need to quit cussing. He goes, I'm sorry, coach. I really apologize. But that MFing. <laughs> <laughs> and I told coach, I said, if those kids would have wanted to fight – me and you wouldn't stop. <laughs> no, that. no, no, no. Yeah, that year, okay. The head coach of the of the the Louisiana team was Chuck Curtis. The okay. Chuck Curtis that the school's named <clears throat> after. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm gonna let you know. I don't yeah, know yeah. anybody. Okay, I'm well, he, he's won like 20 state championships yeah. in Louisiana. Okay. I mean, he's a great coach. Okay. Well, we meet during the week to go over the rules. <laughs> okay. Well, one of the rules we said, all right, 
And on, on the extra point, if it's a bad snap or whatever it is, defense just stands there. The guy can go chase the ball down, put it on the tee, and the guy can kick it, and it will just go from there. Okay? <laughs> well, Jamel Holloway, you ever heard of him? Played for the Broncos, LSU and Broncos, whatever. Well, anyway, he breaks one for about 60 against us. Okay? And so we line up on defense, and so I'm defensive coordinator, and I'm saying, stand there. Don't do anything. Just stand there. Just stand there. So they snap the ball over the kicker's head. Well, they run around <laughs> right there. And so I'm yelling at our kids, and all of our defensive coaches are yelling at the kids, just stand there. Well, they get it. And, of course, every kid on the on both teams is in the end zone except the kicker, and he throws it, and they catch it, and they go two, two points. points. Well, so I'm screaming, and, and – Smith, Eugene Smith, Eugene Smith, Smith. Eugene yeah, Smith the, the head yeah, official, yeah, and, is, and yeah. Dick standing right next to me, and and one of the 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 Texas coaches is out there with, with Chuck, his arm around Chuck Curtis, you know, like this, kind of like security, and and they're they're discussing the rule. Mm. Well, all of a sudden, Eugene signals that. He's on TV, cameras right here. He goes, you weren't even at the fucking meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he, he guarded him going it out got, there. Oh, yeah. right. He had yeah, his he arm had around him, yeah. like, like security. Yeah. And then, and then at halftime, I told Gillis, I said, hey, put your arm on my back and put your arm out in front of me and carry me out, or escort oh, me yeah. off the field. Yeah. I want to be like Chuck Curtis. Yeah. Security team. That's a really – Really good players. Oh, they were. Back in those oh, they had some great. The first ones. probably seven, eight, nine years. It was fun. There really were guys fun. that, yeah. a lot of guys, a lot of ex Bayou Bowl kids made it to the, the NFL. NFL. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a bunch. Well, uh, from the first, the from, first year from Texas and Louisiana. Really, the, the first year, you know, they were. We already told you they were coached by the losing uh, the Mississippi, Mississippi guys. Coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we didn't know what they were running offensively or defensively or anything like this. So we're out there practicing at Baytown, and Cleach is the, is the head coach, <laughs> and he's looking around and he sees down on the other end. There's a coach standing down there just watching, watching practice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. And he goes, he comes up to me, he goes, Who is that? And I said, I don't know. He goes over to Dick. I don't know. He goes to everybody. I don't know. He says, Well, he's got to go. So he goes down there. I love his face while you're telling the story, <laughs> he, too. He goes down there. It's a very, very sad look on his it face. Right, right. Man, you are so mad. He, he, he goes down there and tells him he has to leave. He's not Okay, now, now let's fast forward about six years, all right? Our offensive coordinator is John Snelson. Okay, you know, he's head coach at Dickinson now, and he, okay. was, he was at Pasadena Memorial. And we're sitting around doing, telling these same stories that we always tell. And Snelson goes, uh, Coach Creese, do you remember kicking me out of the, the, the stands that first year? In 2003. <laughs> In 2003. And well, Creech goes, no. So we start saying, yeah, you remember we discussed this? <laughs> Was that you? He kicked Nelson. He, 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 had, a, he had a kid in the game, I think. No, no, no. He no. was doing no, his the, son his was quarterback. At the, at his quarterback. Uh, he was doing the clinic. quarterback the clinic. That but, Dick so had. Anyway, oh, that's right. That's right. All right. So, that's right. All right. Now let's uh, let's clarify that and, and tell the true story. So anyway, it is true. It is true. And we all kind of said, "Hey, we don't know who the guy one, is, even though it was Nelson, and we knew who it was." That, one of the issues that we were having in the beginning was, you know, there was a trust. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's a trust factor. Between uh, two staffs, because you know, I mean, and and you know, we're it's a football game. We're you know, we're wanting to win. They're wanting to win. You know, we're doing it for you know because you know we want to have we want to win. But of course, uh, we want to start this thing out right. Sure, we're in Baytown and we're going to do this. We're going to do it hopefully for a while, and we want to do it right. But uh, you know, we you know we don't want you know scouts and this kind of thing. So anyway, Coach Olin who is, you know, directing pretty much the whole, the, the whole game comes up to him and he says, Hey, uh, you know, you know who that is sitting up in the so stands. So blaming you now. I, yeah, I know. No, you, I and know. you know, this 20 is true. Years later. No, I don't. <laughs> yes, you do. no, so anyway, he says, uh, do you know who that is? And I said, oh, no, I don't have any idea who it is. And he said, well, you know, we're not, you know, practices are closed. So I go up there and I asked the guy to leave. You know, I asked the guy to leave. I didn't tell him. I didn't kick him out. I just told him that practices were closed. Nicely. I, did. Yes, you nicely. I didn't where the door was. I didn't kick him absolutely. out, but you got to leave. Yeah, absolutely. I said, you know, practices are closed. He said, oh, oh okay, coach. And, and you know, his son was – he didn't say anything about his son being a Dick's, you know, uh, quarterback camp. But, of course, you know, I mean – you know, <laughs> he, he didn't say that who, he was a Texas who, high school coach. Yeah, no, you know, or any of that stuff. But, anyway, so, of course, and, and John's a great guy, and he, he we laugh about it. And he, 
he comes up to me years later and he says, "Hey, uh, you remember uh, <laughs> kicking that guy out that you know out of the stands at that first you know game?" And I said, "Yeah." Uh, yeah. He said, well, what that was me. And I'm like, what? That was you? Memorial, Pasadena yeah, Memorial. He was at Pasadena yeah. Memorial at the time. But anyway, yeah, that's, you know, but, but here's, you know, the, thing. here's the thing. As years go, ahead, go, go by, ahead. you know, things get escalated. Uh -huh. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, they know. always do. But the thing is, is that Snelson came to us one time when he was at Winnie, and we went over our pass offense and so on, so I knew who he was. Yeah. And now he's a head coach at Pasadena Memorial. And, time. you know, at and we knew who he was. Yeah, and we knew time. who he was, but Creed's didn't. I didn't know who he was. So, guys. you know, when he asked me, I said, no, I don't know who the guy is. Let, I, I had a vibe the first time I met him. Now that I have a group of you guys, let me, let me test the temperature of the crowd here. Is this a fair statement to assume that if there's something going on, Dick Owen is going to be stirring the pot. Oh, is that a fair thing? It seems to be kind of a thing where. Why do you think his first name is? That's just, this Dick. is a lie. This is a lie. Total lie. It seems like if there's something to be instigated, this might be the well, culprit. It was, it he was has the same thing with him. Way too much he, time on his hands. Yeah, now I do. But it's the same thing with, with him. In the in the game with the infamous Billy Ripley, he stirred that up. Which one and did he continued? That's the one. Yeah, the officials. Joe did. Yeah, Joe yeah, did. Hey, you got pass, you yeah. got five. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to make sure it. we're talking. We, they know who bit. we're yeah. pointing to. It's it's, it's, See, it's fun to get his I, ass I, going because he'll all of a sudden. Well, right, Joe. He so, just goes. So you know, hey, let's go back to. I haven't seen the red. Let's go back. Maybe we need to work a little bit harder. Let's go back while ago to when we were talking about him winning the good sportsmanship award. Okay. Now he said he was a good sport. Wait, you got to understand this. So he goes in. He goes in. He goes into the banquet that night, going, "Not a chance in hell I'm winning this. I'm I'm just here to sell tickets." Sure. You know, let me buy tickets for, you know, table spots. And and, uh, and I, he was actually talking when they made the <laughs> announcement. Didn't even and didn't it. even yeah. hear it. And so they were poking him going, hey, dude, you just he won. He wasn't even knowing you, you won it so if they, they hadn't told you. Somebody poked wow. him and said, dude, you won. You got to go. He goes, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? So he, he's kind of stunned. He goes up. The next day in the Houston Chronicle is a picture of him. And one of the local white hat officials named Greg Maxwell, I, I coached him in high school. He's one of the better officials in the Houston area. Yeah, he is good. There is a picture of him, Maxwell, looking at Creech, and Creech is gone code red. And you could see it in a black and white photo that he, was, that he had gone. And he was like, he, he's. I mean, it is no question, and I and I call, we all. I mean, I'm sure we all picked up phones, called an him, and go shot of, yeah, a, of a game, yeah, and, you're, yeah. and you're like he was calling him everything, but a, I wasn't. You know, saying, oh, you, you, were, you, were, you were yelling at but, the ref. But in this picture. I will promise you this: we all called him and go. Yeah. After seeing that picture and going, and you won the sportsmanship <laughs> award. But you know, the other, are you kidding me? Hey, <laughs> ask, ask Joe who they played, of course. But I mean, Creech had a Creech had a book, right? where he had all these officials that he had scratched. And I mean, there's only like two crews that he would accept <laughs> in the entire city of Houston. And so here he is, here's a guy who scratches all these guys and he wins a sportsmanship award. Don't say that's not true, because it is. I, I, I do keep a record. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I do keep a record. Some people might say you might hold a grudge. Is no, that no, fair? No, not a grudge. <laughs> I just, I just remember he called earlier. He called put, it tough love. Uh, yeah. He did. He did <laughs> do that. And, he did do that. And timeout. <laughs> <laughs> Extended timeout. Yeah. Yeah. Indefinite timeout. Yeah. That's, that's exactly right. But the you know the whole code red thing came out. I didn't even know. Yeah. The kids, my kids started that. It was code red. It was red alert or code red. And I remember coming out of the fieldhouse uh, one one day, and my and my son. My son played for me, and I and I come out of the field house, and I don't even remember what happened or whatever. I'm coming out of the field house. Kids are on the field. We're starting to practice, and I come out, and, and I started hearing this. It, you know, it's kind of like code red. Code red. Red alert. Red alert. <laughs> red alert. And so I'm walking. I'm like, oh, what? What? So I go up to, I go up to Josh, my son, and I go, what is, what is this red alert? And he looks at me and he says, you don't know what that is? I said, I, what? no, what is red alert? He said, 
Dad, that's you. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you're all red. Well, first of all, we're red. I mean, I, I mean, I have a red hat on. You know, the colors are red. white. We, we wear red. Yeah. And then I'm red. And he had red hair. And, yes, so you look like a walking I'm crayon like, is what we're saying. Yeah. I am, I am, I am, you know, red. And so that's, you know, red, red. And code red. And, you know, and then it's like, oh. Well, dang it, you know, and I'm thinking, well, I need to, you know, maybe settle down a little bit. And of course, that never, that never. So, so, so there are different levels of red based on uh, sure uh, how yeah, frustrated really, he's no. getting, or is yeah. it, 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 it zero to red? Based on his aggravation level. Ah, it's a meter. Yeah, it, it, it goes it, quickly. It goes, it goes quick, very quickly. Yeah, very quick. It's because I'm passionate. Yeah, very passionate. Passionate. Yeah, exactly right. You are passionate. You put out the vibe. You know, I heard. I, Le- I learned two terms from you today about what? dealing with officials. What? Tough love. And passion. And timeout. Timeout, yeah. Well, Instead of, not scratch. You're not scratch. You're no, just you're, on timeout. You're on timeout. Yeah. You're on timeout this few, year. There are a few. And, and and I learned this from, you know, uh, when I when I became the head coach in, in 1994, and I had worked for uh, Ronnie Bell for, gosh, I guess since 82, so it was 12 years before that. But. One of the things that Ronnie had is he had all the official sheets that he had, of every official group that we ever had, and you know we do grade sheets after after every game and things like that. Well, he kept you know so he you're evaluating the, the you're rest. evaluating the, the, officials okay and 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 we always had those and I always kept them and well he he kept them and I'm like going okay I you know I'll keep them too and I you evaluate them and then you put them on and if you got a crew and then you rate them you know oh you know really you know really good and it's and then you put a w by it and that's why they're really good and if it's an l then you know that ah, you know they were okay, they were okay. <laughs> and, they and then it's like you know <laughs> or you know or that was a total you know crap show and you know that that'll never happen again and you know things like that but i mean you didn't know, you, call the offsides they call yeah. the offsides. Great call. Great call. Or the backwards you know. pass. Or the backwards pass. Yeah. For a you touchdown. Know, Took a touchdown off the board. <laughs> and the extra point. And it cost and us a game. Point. But yeah, other than that, you know, I mean, that. again, it's just and a game. And he wanted to use that crew again. It's just a game. But you didn't you have that crew later that, yeah, that, yeah. that yeah. year? Yeah, I had them. And well, I used, you and I used them. Billy. Yeah, you could. And I used Billy again. And I'm like, going, I'm surprised you. I'm I'm surprised you accept the game. So what's the point of scratching them off then, or putting them in timeout as you called it? Well, they, I mean, if if, they, if, if, so. if 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 I use them again, they're not really in timeout. But I had I had official crews, and I'm sure everybody does that they would never officials that they would never use again. I mean, everybody does base basketball. You know, they they're not going to they have a crew that they everybody use. Well, let me ask you this: yeah, Have you, know, have you ever been ball. scratched? Uh, no, because no. That was something that know. we hadn't heard of. I picked that crew. Uh, no, I ain't calling his game. Oh. Dan Ray <laughs> Hooks was scratched off by the entire really? chapter of Houston I'm, I'm, officials. That's yeah. what they brought up. Like he's the only one in history to ever be scratched by the officials yeah. to never want to call any of his games. Because he didn't show enough tough love. That's right. Uh, yeah. Love. That's right. Yeah. After you told the guy that worked for NASA, that's why we hadn't been to the moon since 68. <laughs> but, yeah. That's, I, mean, I think that's pretty tough. He didn't have a chance to get it. He was in timeout. Right. By, by the officials. Yeah, yeah he had to stay down in Beaumont with the Beaumont chapter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Beaumont chapter. What was there? At one time, there was what? The... Wasn't there some other there Gulf Coast? Cha- yeah, Gulf Coast. There was Gulf Coast yeah. and then Gulf Houston. It was Galveston and yeah. down towards Corpus yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. That's and gone. When we when when we were at Pearland, that was the what everybody used was because yeah. you know we were down that way. Yeah, right. And then when we came on this side of town, then everybody used. We Houston. had when when we were coaching together, and we we played actually played uh, at, when we were at Pearland. We actually played Dulles. They were in our district. <laughs> and so we're playing Dulles over at uh, over at our place in Pearland. And, and you know, it's a, it's the, uh, I think by that time we didn't have two teams. We only had one team, right? Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. But Joe and I were, all, it may have been the B team game. Anyway, we're, we're coaching him. And, and the, the guy that's coaching at Dulles, their freshman team, they bring like, of course, Dulles at that time, back it, in the late 70s and the early 80s, was the largest high school in Texas. They were oh, over really? 4,000 kids. Yeah. It, before, it, you know, it was, it was the only high school in the whole district. And uh, so they come over to they come over to uh, Pearland, and they you know they bring four buses, and yeah, you know, we 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 show up at games in a van, <laughs> and uh, so I mean, and they are beating <laughs> the hell out of us, 
and come to find out later on that when I went over to Dulles in 82, the one of the running backs, Warren Smallwood, who was the first touchdown club award winner, was the running back on that freshman team. And he freaking just went through us like shit through a goose. I mean, it's unbelievable. And I'm and I'm calling and I'm the defense coordinator. And Joe's on my ass. He said, Can't you stop shit? And I'm saying, Well, you know what? At least when you're on offense, you get to punt. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And you give the ball back to them. Quit giving them the ball back so they won't <laughs> score so damn much. <laughs> you know? And so, anyway. If you can make a first down. Yeah, try to make yeah, a first down, Make Jimmy. a first down. It's kind know? of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And so, anyway, kind of find out through the conversation of this ass kicking that we're going through. And and this was in, like, I don't know, 78. It was in 78, 79, whatever it was. I uh, it, it brings up. He said, yeah, you know, I know, the, I know the guy that's coaching over there. I said, oh, really? He said, yeah, he's a fraternity brother. And I went, you are kidding me. This guy is beating the this guy is beating the shit out of us. And he's your fraternity brother. And I am hot because he's just freaking. I mean, he's just early, warm. early versions of Code Red. It's it's early. it's it's Code warm, Reddish. It's Warren Smallwood, right? More Warren Smallwood. Code Pink in those days. Walter Payton has nothing on this guy. Come on. I mean, he it's unbelievable. And I look over at Joe and I said, Joe, this is your fraternity brother. So <laughs> You know, after you got I'm hot, so I'm making See, a beat. He still remembers that shit. Yeah, I'm making a beat. I'm making a beat. I'm like, well, I can't believe you'd run this score up. And da, 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 da. Joe's guy going, it's okay. It's okay. You know, and he I'm seems hot. so even keel. Yeah. It's a farce. It's a farce. Yeah. So anyway, fast forward. Sometime in the 90s, and I'm the head coach of Dulles, and, I, and I'm looking for a, uh, I'm, you know, hiring coaches, and I get this, uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, get this, I, get this, I get this application he calls for a job. Me. I get this application for a job. He, he calls me. Yeah, we're not going to mention any names. But yeah, anyway, no, don't worry. I get that. this. I get this application from this coach, and you know, I mean, most applications are you know they're typed up and blah, blah, blah. well, this application is printed out in pencil. <laughs> and it's filled out and you know this and that and everything and i see this name on there and i'm like going damn that name looks familiar and i call it and you know i'm talking to joe and i say hey you know i get this application so and so and he said yeah you know you know who that is don't you and i said i think i do but i'm not sure he said yeah that's that guy that you almost you know you got you were upset with uh with that freshman game that we played him back in 1978 <laughs> we played dallas at uh, at our place and i'm like going you're kidding oh yeah Oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I probably should have. I probably should have brought him, you know, down for an interview. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. Know, but I, you know, I didn't. It's hard. I mean, but, I mean, you pencil. know, just cause. Yeah, but you know, I didn't. But anyway, just, <laughs> tell him his closet story. There's a closet story. What closet story? Well, How? you were ripping the. Uh... Uh, so anyway, <laughs> you uh, <laughs> at Mercer. Um, one of the, you know, they have the dressing rooms and so forth. And where, places, where exactly is Mercer, Mercer is in in, for, in Fort, Fort Bend. Bend. It's yeah, Mercer Stadium, and right so, by the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gotcha. We uh, we have the coaches Sugarland uh, Mall, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We have the you know all the coaches and at, and at halftime we you know instead of standing out you know in you know outside the dressing room there was really no place to go so we would discuss you know the first half. <laughs> discuss anyway <laughs> we would talk about the first half and, and everything in, in this uh area and it wasn't a closet it was an office custodian office but there were a lot of coaches but there wasn't really any place for us to go so we'd go in there and so we're talking and this and that and we're playing the team and you know we're not playing very well and i'm you know i'm getting really I, I'm, I'm not happy and so uh, <laughs> the coaches are there, you know and i'm going around and i'm you know i guess i don't know i'm 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 eating ass and, uh, you know, <laughs> chewing on this, chewing on that. Well, uh, one of the coaches, and I'm not going to mention any names. And one of the coaches who, who is looking at me while I'm, uh, you know, while I'm discussing, everybody else has got their, got their heads down and they're not, you know, you're not looking at me and stuff, but this one coach is, you know, he's a young coach and he's looking at me like, and so I, I, I obviously, from what I understand later, have, uh, um, throw all my uh, frustrations of the first half of not playing very well on him. And so he comes out of the locker room and he's talking to one of the older coaches, our defense coordinator who had been around a while. And, and he, and he said, I can't believe, you know, he's just chewing my butt. He's not chewing anybody else's butt. And, you know, and it, it's all, he's blaming it all on me and this and that. And the other coach told him, he said, you dumbass. He said, you're the only one looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey guys, quick question. Would you like to feel better? Sleep better? Less anxiety? You want your joints to feel better? If the answer is yes to any of these or yes to all of them, CBD is the way to go. Now, I know what you're thinking, and it's not the same thing that you grew up being told was bad. It's not that hippie lettuce you always heard about from your parents or your teachers. CBD is a thing called cannabidiol that's what's left when the THC, the stuff that gets you high, is removed. This stuff has tremendous healing and anti-inflammatory properties along with fighting stress and anxiety. Look, basically it's all the rage all over the world right now. Now, I know you also see these rinky-dink CBD stores popping up all over the place right now. Trust me when I tell you, you do not want to go to these places to try out CBD. Just like you preach accountability to your players and coaches, demand it from your CBD supplier. Level Up CBD is where you get that accountability. How? Well, that's simple. There's a QR code on every one of their products. You simply scan that code with your camera and boom, Level Up will let you know where your product was made along with where it's been every step of the way until you start reaping the benefits personally. If that's not accountable, y'all, I don't know what really is. Trust me, after all of these years of me being done with my body, whether as a player, coach, firefighter, doing jujitsu, or just my big brisket back self doing a marathon by the end of the 2021 because Coach Flanagan said I couldn't, my body is a wreck. Enter Level Up CBD. Me personally, I'm a 2,000 milligram citrus guy. I just place a couple drops under the tongue and boom, I'm a new man. Not to mention that 1,000 milligram lotion on those sore muscles after those long runs. And it don't hurt, fellas, when the missus asks for a massage. Use some of that lotion. Get you some bonus points at home if you know what I'm saying. Try it for yourself today. Go to levelup-cbd.com. Let me say it again for the people in the cheap seats. Levelup-cbd.com. And when you go, let them know you heard about it in the coach's lounge. I had a buddy of mine that was coaching at Memphis State. <clears throat> this was years ago, and they go play, and they got the dog shit beat out of them. It was like 54 to nothing, right? So he coached the tight ends. That's all he coached. The next day, they're having a staff meeting, and the head coach is going around the, to all the position coaches. All right, how'd your guys play? You know, running backs coach. Oh, coach, you know, we did some good things. I mean, you know, had a few little hiccups here and there, but played good enough to win. Quarterbacks coach, same thing. You know, did some good things. Played, you know, played good enough to win. O-line coach, same thing. Wide receivers coach, same thing. All talking about tight ends coaches looking around. He gets to him, he goes, well, I guess I'm the reason we lost because my guys <laughs> played like shit. <laughs> And he goes, I don't know how you guys can sit there and tell the man we played good enough to win and we didn't score a damn point in the game. The only honest man in the room, huh? <laughs> you know, I got to be honest with you. We keep getting feedback over and over and over about your FBI story. Have you, are y'all familiar with that one? I don't know. I probably it's, heard uh, it. Jim Phillips. Jim yeah. Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great story. Panhandle State. Yeah, that has been something that everybody – I can't tell you how many people have come yeah, back and yeah, said – that's true, too. And that's the kind of stuff that and we he like he helps to, us now with the Bayou Bowl, right, too. Right, right, yeah. Can you now, lay you off what, him a little you bit? You know what Jim's Wait, doing took, right now? Yeah, Probably not in the FBI. No, Jim I mean, is working with that fan-controlled football league in Atlanta. But now, yeah. I'm not familiar with this. It's, it's a, a new – like a, it's kind of like arena football. It's Madden, it's Madden football. Fans can call in and call place. Yeah. Get out of here. No. Johnny Manziel is one of the quarterbacks of one of the teams. So it's it's doomed to fail. Yeah, but (laughs) the way way it works is like Jim Jim got my son Drew into it, and what they do is all the the teams all practice together, okay? They run the same plays. Nothing has changed from that standpoint. But you have to get on Twitch. I believe it's an app. Yeah, you Twitch. It's a streaming yeah. app. Yeah, 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 you do. You get on Twitch, and then you, as you watch the game, it's like arena, just like Coach said. It's, like it's arena, arena it, football. It, it's like six but man. But it's Madden football on on turf, and it's in the arena format. And so the fans sit there, and they, you know, there's a list of plays, and then they just vote they, on them or they, something. Yeah, they vote on it, and then John uh, Jenkins is the head coach, and you know, then 
Drew has to send in the right grouping as far as, you know, scheme, you know, two tight ends or we're going all wides, whatever. And that's what he does in and out. But it's the same place for both teams, but the fans call it. I had never heard and of that. Is that involved? It, it, Marshawn Lynch is involved, as is uh, – what's Sherman's first name? The DB from – Richard Sherman. Richard, yeah. Richard He's Sherman. He's one of the owners and all that. And I guess Verizon is big into it. But they think that this is going to be the next thing because everybody – these gamers get on there all the time and want to play. Yeah. And so that's what the heck Interesting. It is. How long has that thing been around? It first just year. started, yeah. You know, first what's year. It, what's the league called? Fan controlled football. Oh, that's really the name. Of FCF. It. Yeah. Wow. But it's it's interesting, and I watched it. And Jenkins got on uh, some pants that are striped, flag striped on one side, stars on the other. Oh, like John Daly style. Yeah, yeah. And well, he was before yeah. John Daly. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he was nuts was, anyway. Yeah. But he, he was at had a red sport coat with a the uh, red tie, white shirt, and then his hair. His hair looks like a freaking wig. And I'm thinking, who the hell is that? And it's John Jenkins. And he calls the plays, but it's all based on what the fans vote. Interesting. Are they still playing like right now or is yeah. the season? Yeah, over? it's going on right now. How often do they play on Sundays? I think Saturday. I'm not sure uh, when they play. I have to look sure that up. How that's interesting. I've never even heard of but that. Fan controlled football. Can, yeah, you can go to Twitch and get an app. And, yeah. and I guess you got to log on, do all Create kinds account of Create an account or something. To, Probably and he, your, your son call. Drew's involved with yeah, it. Yeah, he's he's coaching down there. With John, in fact, Jimbo got him involved in it. So, how does somebody like me who knows nothing about football get involved in one of these things? That that's that's, that's, that's the secret question. What What do you mean? How do you get involved? I'm trying to get a job and not know a thing about it because they all just sound like fun to do. Oh, I, <laughs> but I'm not I, nearly qualified well, enough. No, those guys. <laughs> a lot of those guys are uh, guys that are. Uh, like Kevin Gilbride's son was, you know, guys from the XFL mm -hmm. are some of the coaches that are doing some of these things now. And these kids want to, you know, they're hoping that they can get into the league. Now, Drew said these two tight ends that they have got a chance. They're pretty damn good. Now, you know, when the XFL was going on, that was great. Dick and I got kind of involved in that. Oliver Luck asked us to go out and kind of look at teams and see if there was any – classic weaknesses anywhere we happened to go to hbu one day yeah and watch uh the new york team kevin gilbride was the head coach and uh who else was on that staff oh I, I all older guy oh Vin, ronnie Vin clark yeah we and, had him on a prior episode too so we're out there after practice those all those coaches come over and start bullshitting with us you know and we're talking to him and all of a sudden we kind of look around and go hey you know dick and i could coach in this league yeah he goes yeah why is we all limp just like y'all yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean all these guys were you know and and, and, and uh zorn what jim zorn, jim zorn left was for uh he coached the seattle team and drew and i went over there and i'm watching and i'm going god dog there's a guy out there in a t-shirt and just sweatpants and i mean He's humming that ball. And I go, holy crap, that guy's really good. And I asked a guy, one of the, uh, they all had uh, security. And I said, who is that guy? And they go, that's Jim Zorn. I said, are you shitting me? This guy's 60 years old out there throwing a ball better than any of the quarterbacks wow. that he had. Wow. They're out there just humming it. But here's, you got Bob Stoops. You had uh, yeah. Hal Mummy out there. But and they're, and they're bringing it back, right? I heard The Rock bought the it. Rock the Rock bought, bought it. it. Right. We'll just see if it's. There were some pretty good coaches in the in, looked, in the last league. And the Houston team was wrecking shop. Oh, as Randy right. Van Clark said, uh, he, he told us when we had him on, he said, uh, you know, he as he puts it, he talks about as fast as nine yeah. auctioneers. He goes, right, yeah, I'll right. tell you what we were. We were wrecking right. shop down on them boys. If there's ever a guy that has one-liners. Dude, that guy. It's Ronnie V. Yeah. One what what one handed one hand lizard on a paper hanger or something like he comes up with all <laughs> kinds of stuff man it was but just they, banger banger they banger. had June Jones was head coach yeah. and then the old line guy that played with Drew in Canada he was a uh, guy I can't think of his name but anyway he was there and now I, he was uh, he he kind of jumped into this thing too for a short time and now he's out but uh, you know who the defensive <clears throat> coordinator. For uh, yeah, Jerry the floor, Glanville. Jerry Glanville yeah. was the defensive I, coordinator. I'm a Jerry Glanville guy. Now Jerry yeah. was. I, I went to their practice one day over in uh, at Humble, yeah. and and Jerry 
is out there in his sweats coaching Heck with yeah. a straw cowboy hat on. Let me tell you something. That's somebody I would like to sit down and talk to. I remember growing up in Atlanta myself. I'm mm-hmm. an Atlanta boy. Right, right. When they brought the Falcons back in black, it was him that came out and there with them. He's leaving tickets for Elvis at every home every game. Every game, and he was the man. I tell you, that's, that's the way to go. I got a question for you two guys over here real quick, though, because we had a kind of a confession in the last episode. Dick let us in that he was kind of sleeping with one of his quarterback's moms is that is that something y'all were familiar with or is that a common practice yeah they were going to bring it to the school board he said well i think you ought to do that and uh, i'm not going to stop and, and and is that is that a common thing or is that just a unique thing to him i don't know i had a principal that uh back when we were at Pearland that uh, called me into the office because uh, i was uh dating uh i was dating uh the head coach's uh daughter and uh, he 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 brought me in, and uh, one of the one one of his daughters was my one of my aide in my class, oh. student aide. And so the principal calls me, and he said, "Hey, uh, coach, um, you know, there's rumor going around that you're dating one of uh, you know you're dating Coach Parker's daughter." And I said, uh, "Yes, sir, uh, I am." And he said, "Well, you know, that's not appropriate. We 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 can't do that." And I said, <laughs> well you know, why not? He said, well, because she's in high school. I said, uh, no, sir. She's a senior at A&M. <laughs> it was yeah. the other daughter that he didn't know about. That was her first year. That was her first year. At, uh, and, and, you know, and I'm sitting there going, well, I, know. I think you knew what you were doing and you, you let know? it play out a little yeah, bit. I'm like, going, well, I, I'm, you know, I don't really know what he's got in. He says, you're, you're dating the coach, head coach's daughter. And I said, well, yeah, I am. And I, you know, the other daughter name really never even came up. Yeah. Remember, you remember no, this? And so, you know, and I'm like, well, he oh, did marry I, her too. Yes, I did. And so that was uh, number one, right? That, Joe? That was the first wedding. That yeah. Was just- that, that was number one. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but yeah, that's uh, misunderstandings happen all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a pretty good it's, one. It's, it's, you know, you gotta be, you gotta I, be really, really careful. Uh, Gainesville, my wife, her, her sister looks just, yeah, we're just, doing really good. Just Thank like you. her, but she's like two, two or three years younger. And I had a principal came to my my room and said, "Hey, coach, I got to talk to you right at the end of the period." Yeah. He says, "You can't date high school girls." I said, well, "I know that." He goes, "Well, you, you can't date high school girls." I said, "Yes, sir, I know that." About that time, the bell rings, and my sister, my sister in law now. She comes bebopping out of the class across the hall, comes over and kisses me on the cheek and runs off. He goes, see? I go, no, 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 wait a minute. So that you get blamed for all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah always. Yeah. And it doesn't take much. Just mm-hmm. just a, a little bit of information can be damaging. Oh. It goes a long way. Yeah. yeah. Pillow talk mm-hmm. is different, though, when you are sleeping with the quarterback's mother. I guarantee it. Especially, I imagine, you know, after a loss. That, yeah. that, oh. that, that, like when, his, hey, when he got hit a lot. I would, and she would say, hey, what happened, Daddy? Drew got tackled. I said, there's Riley. He's the old line coach. Go talk to him. <laughs> I walk away. You know, his deal about sleeping with kind of the, like the Lee Trevino story years ago when, you know, the golfer Lee yeah, Trevino. Yeah, yeah. He lived in Highland Park in Dallas, and he's out doing his yard. And some elderly lady drives up with a Cadillac and rolls the window down and says, sir, what do you charge to, to cut the grass? And he goes, well, the lady here lets me sleep with her. (laughs) (laughs) And she drove off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. But we've had, we've had a lot of fun. Yeah. Over the time, yeah, and uh, you know the Bayou Bowl has been great. And eighteen, uh, yeah, we played. I had eighteen games. This will yeah. be eighteen. Yeah, of course, the last year was canceled, but yeah, uh, yeah, this is eighteen, eighteen. But row. you know, there's I've had people tell me says I I can't believe that y'all have kept that game alive this long. Now, if somebody were interested in helping out or yeah. donating or being involved, oh. is there some way somebody can do that? Let's say that word again, the D word. Donating. D- oh, there yeah, you go. No, yeah. Uh, Hell how, yeah. How would they go about to uh, supporting the cause of something positive for our youth of, uh, of, of the world? Hey, we would love to have anybody's help. All the money, you know, we're all volunteers, everybody. And uh, the money goes to scholarships. 
And prior to, right? Right. Uh, what, two, maybe three scholarships right. were given for yeah. 500 bucks, right? Yeah, right. And then since the Bayou Bowl, anybody that applies gets one, 16, 20, whatever. We've given up matter. to like 22, 23 scholarships, $1,500. Yeah. A piece. So, what can what? How, how would somebody yeah. reach out or get in touch or find out more about it? Well, they you know they can uh, call me, call yeah, Creech, call, call, call any of call us, call of us, yeah, they, any of us. Let's let, yeah. let's let's yeah. let's support this cause, yeah. man. Heck let's yeah. make this happen. Yeah, yeah. Or, and you know they can e email us or text us and and or, or you know get get in. in uh, we in, do some other things too. I mean, we yeah. do some uh, some things with you know coaches that have needs. Yeah, you know, yeah. benevolence kind of. Things sure, or, sure. uh, and uh, we've taken on here in the last couple of years looking at doing some stuff with uh, the uh, Gridiron Heroes program, which is that's great. Awesome. I, I think also it we would we would be failing in if we didn't, you know, uh, recognize uh, Aaron Henson with TechStream mm. and everything that Aaron has single handedly, I think, uh, saved this game from uh, when we took it over as an organization uh with his um professionalism and knowledge of of sales and um contacting uh, vendors and all of those things he you know he does our program he uh with uh again he's you know with Prince tech stream and with, all the tickets with all the tickets he's Posters, also with uh everything with uh you know he, he does the, all of that and then he also does the go uh what's the name of his fundraising uh oh uh team funded team funded team funded, team funded <clears throat> uh involved with that with raising money uh for high schools and different programs and and so forth but aaron and his group um again have saved saved uh, save the game as yeah. much as anybody has uh, over the last five or six years. Yeah, like Creature told you early on, he and I were out in when at Fort Bend. We're wow. running around talking to car dealers and everything else. And, and, and I mean, they're trying to help us, but, but we all oh, well, you're a little late. We've already gotten our know, money spent yeah. for the year. And so, is there a website somebody can go to? Y'all have a website for the Bayou Bowl? Yeah, we yes, do. Yes, 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 yes. And they could go uh, Greater Houston Area Coaches. Yeah, they can go there, right and then there. there's a, just a Bayou Bowl. GHFCA? GHFCA Bayou Bowl. GHFCA Houston. GHFCA Houston.com. Dot com. And there's there's links. There's a Bayou Bowl link on it. Yeah, let's do what we can to help this out. Well, the things, too, like like we have that on on when the kids come in, we have a lunch for them when they come in, and we give them all their gear, and we check them in. They have to provide all these documents. Feed them four times a day. Yeah, just about. And – you know, we got to the point where uh, we ask them what kind of pizza they wanted, you know, sausage, pepperoni, and we get half and half or get, you know, whatever. And the kids, each room gets their own pizza. It's a large. And, uh, you know, we, we feed them lunch. We feed them supper. We feed them dinner. And some of the people have been very gracious and have volunteered or have provided things. as our favorite word, donation. They've taken care of some of that. And, uh, you know, anybody that would help us, you know, from any – place you know any pizza place chicken place burger place whatever all those people that have helped and us, we like we like money too yes we do cash if they want to donate good. cash that's yeah, great that's too a, yeah. because oh, all yeah. the money goes to a good cause right. yes and uh it's well, fans it's, of the uh, lounge go let's go let's go let's go help these this, this guys out with this good cause and let's go help out some kids and there's a lot of kids that have participated in a game and the kids have come back to the game right. too yeah. which is amazing right i mean we had one boy uh that that presented the mvp trophy mm -hmm. uh, who was mm -hmm. an mvp himself in fact two kids from the East mm, team right. came back and did it the next year, but and then the know, head coach at Terry played in this. He because he brought a kid, yeah, and he said, "Yeah, I played in." He named off the year, and I remembered you. Yeah, I remembered that year. It's, it's a really, it's, it's a really neat activity for the kids. I mean, they have a great time the week of the game. I mean, we so it's a whole week long thing. Well, well, well but we now bring them in on down. Wednesdays, okay, yeah, and. But we do. We have activities for them. You know, we we don't just. It's not all football, but you do have to get several practices in in order to have a decent game. You and know, we've had some good games, and we feed them. Okay. I mean, if they walk out of here, the, the place hungry. It's yeah. crazy. They get a ring. Yeah. For the game, right? Yeah, from I mean, Balfour. From Balfour. Yeah. Y'all uh, must know a guy. Well, they well, do know we, we got it before he worked there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, from they, day one, one of the things that they that uh, that uh, they wanted to do, 
Yeah, uh, Mr. McGore. Mr. McGore wanted to do. He said, if we're going to do this All-Star game, he said he remembers playing in the All-Star game and getting a ring. And he said, you Great know, I still, I still have that ring. And yeah. this is from back in the, you know, 40s. And he said, you know, I, that thing meant a lot to me. And we decided then, you know, we're going to do uh, we're going to do a ring. And so we uh, we went to Balfour and uh, and uh, they've been a, a great sponsor for the, you know, the entire time. But, uh, you know, one of the other things that we do before the uh, you know, right before the game, we uh, the football, the game balls are, are flown in and dropped in with uh, yep. helicopter uh, 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 parachute. parachutes. Parachute. Yeah. yeah, and they bring the balls down and land it at the – Land on the 50 yeah, every on year. on the 50 every year, you know. And so, y'all play, the, y'all play the same week every every year? Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. yeah. When, yeah. When, 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 it's it's when, June the 12th. Yeah. June, the middle of summer. Mostly yeah. the week of June. Second Saturday of June. Yeah, second Saturday of June. We, we try to gauge it when kids get out of school, school so right. that, you know, there's not – Sure. Conflict yeah. and that, so not yet. that's kind of what we came up with. Trying to and work around graduations, sure, and stuff. Sure. And that's why you know, like Chris alluded to, the fact that uh, some of the kids that we used to get, we can't get now because when they graduate, they're, they're already, gone. They're already at school. So, but you know what? Okay, so those kids don't play, but there's a heck of a lot of good football players still left right. that do play. That's right. A and lot of really lot good of football players. Yeah. So it's yeah. not it's not a bogus thing. It's a yeah. great game, yeah. and and the kids get. Let's see. They get their jerseys. They get a T-shirt. They get practice shorts, compression shirt, polo shirt, a ring. You know. Then we feed them. Uh, they get a travel bag. Big, uh, good, great experience right, right, for right, good kids right, that have earned right. it, oh, yeah. and they get to hang out with us. Oh, and that's the most important. That's, that's kind that. of the, that's kind of the biggest thing. Right? So here's hey, hey. here's what we need to do. I want to go ahead. Like let's let's do what we got to do to make it as easy as possible for people to help out. If you're interested in helping out with this Bayou Bowl, which Anybody that's listening to this should be interested in some capacity because it's doing good for the world when there's so much other BS going on right now. Let's do something cool for the youth. If you want to get in touch with these guys and you can't do it from their website or you're not able to navigate it, hit us up on our Twitter, hit us up on our Instagram, Facebook, email yeah. us, and and we'll get you in contact with these guys so we can, you guys can help out and, and right. help change some, some kids. You can, uh, you can get in touch with – Jim or right, I, right. Jim's on the West. I disagree. His, uh, I disagree because uh, I've tried to reach out to you a couple of times. You never returned anything. So. Oh, I don't because, you know, yeah, I, I have call. I have uh, that. He, I, he still has a flip, he still has a flip phone. <laughs> yeah, I do. But uh, no. You oh, can, it doesn't receive text. It's one of those. That's why he didn't return his, 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 uh, his email. Actually, his cell phone is a rotary dial still. Yes, yeah. it is. Is it have a curly? Yeah, <laughs> but Preacher's email is uh, headcoach716 at yahoo.com right. and they can email him. Okay. And mine is qb17bigdick. No, it's not. It's <laughs> it's qb17dick at gmail.com. There you go. And, uh, you know, they can email us and we'll, we'll take care of them. That's all they have to do. Do you do. guys usually have a pretty good turnout of other, of yeah. other coaches and stuff there yeah. too? Yeah. Is there yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and, and I'll tell you, we had a great tradition that kind of it, it stopped because of a certain person who shall rename, remain nameless but uh, we're going to bring it back we have a hospitality in the end zone we have burgers and dogs, dogs and we have all this stuff coaches, come, lot of coach, coaches lots of coaches and lots of the Tasso Houston officials come, come. Yeah. can we be a part of this with you guys yeah, yeah sure. absolutely we would it, love to it absolutely. used to be on Fox Sports yeah. and then that got that was really expensive and then we then chris chris got us on channel 13 and uh the the other thing that's funny with balfour is that we used to try to give the kids a ring you know at the at the banquet you know well (laughs) the problem was that we had so many name changes we had the kids name on the ring Uh, and then it was it was was messed up to say at least well chris came up with the idea of giving them a certificate well then we came up with the idea that just have West, West and, and East, East on the rings team, right? Not and personally. just give it to the kids. That way they get them that day when the right. game is over. And all the coaches, we put their names on them and so on. And uh, the ring, I don't know if anybody's got Man, one yeah. on but we had a nice ring. put up on our Instagram. Mass, yeah. you know, I, he's, he's not the – I don't know if you did – did you design the ring? Or did somebody else do it? The one yeah. we're getting this year, I did. Yeah. Chris designed a new ring for us this year, and so Good. this will be something different for the kids. But it's a heck of a ring. It really is. It's a great thing. And the other thing that the kids get, you know, there's a big tumbler with their names on it and the Bayou Bowl logo. It's really nice that the guy that prints all the programs, his name is Jan- Yandel Rogers. He's a Distinguished Service Award winner of a year ago, but we weren't able to present it to him because of all the sure. crap. Sure, sure. So we're going to – recognize him again but he's the one that prints all the programs the 
banners, the posters, everything. And uh, he does these tumblers, and they're the kids get that they get they get so all that much. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a nice nice event, and like this year we have a banquet every Saturday. Uh, yeah, Saturday, the Saturday. Yeah. What's uh, the usual the, turnout before like the craziness of the last you know eighteen months? Oh, we'll have seven eight thousand. Yeah, you know? so a good and, and, a good and, size yeah, game. And, it's no chump. Yeah, and and then of course it's you know it's it's on prime time. Uh, yeah. it was on prime time. ABC it's from seven to ten that Saturday, and uh, uh, this year we're. Um, Dave Campbell's Texas Dave Live. Campbell Texas Live. We're going to live stream it, and uh, uh, you know it's just. But the best banquet we ever had was at. Uh, did we talk about this? Mm -mm. It was. It was one for the records, and uh, I mean, you know, I I handed out my business card and told people that they could contact me, and I'd be happy to provide banquets for them, or you know, we do weddings, whatever. <laughs> and uh, what happened was that uh, we're at GCM and and oh Sonny Karras, Sonny Karras was the uh, director. I mean, the uh, he was what, what would you, the decorator, the decorator. Sonny, we went to and we got these <laughs> centerpieces that Sonny fell in love with. And we all we put tablecloths out and Sonny put these things around. So we're all golden. We're set up and ready to roll. The lady. They came from Longhorn Steak, right? Longhorn yeah. Steak, and it was Longhorn yes. Steakhouse. Yeah, Styles. Yeah. She's a great lady, Amelia. Yeah. They come in, and uh, they they had to cook outside because we couldn't get in to the kitchen because the custodian didn't show up to unlock it. Oh no! So we're cooking outside. Well, guess what? There's rain. Right? It starts raining. Oh, and it wasn't. And so, it wasn't sprinkling either. No, it was so raining. We, we grab all this stuff and move it so it's underneath the overhang. We moved it inside. And we, then it was still raining to the point that you couldn't do anything. So we move it inside, open all the doors. So they're cooking inside. We had the service lines. All of us are going to serve and everything else. And uh, Crooms, he goes, this isn't good. He said, smoke alarms are going to go off. And we said, no, no, you know, we brought fans now, in and we're blowing smoke now, out. Remember, there was also a, a group of people in the performing arts center the auditorium, yeah, the auditorium. doing kids. doing uh, little kids doing recital. some kind of recital, recital down there so and we didn't know this till later yeah we okay, found so. out later but so we're blowing smoke out well the wind's blowing smoke back in oh no and prior to that one of the bus drivers hit a car he went in a place where he shouldn't have but here's here's a guy in there at the recital has to limp out and come and see his car <laughs> and so here are all these kids in there so that occurred and so here's the smoke and all of a sudden it boom the alarms go off okay here comes the police oh no fire trucks we had to evacuate the building. All the people at the dance recital had to evacuate, and we and we're, and we're we trying to have a banquet. Yeah, and we hadn't served, and we hadn't served yet. Had not we? not one plate. Yeah, and so we're going, and here's Amelia just crying her eyes out, you know, and everybody, hey, we're okay, we're gonna be fine, and we finally got it cooked, and we were handing stuff out and everything else, and so then I got up in front of people and I said, look, I said, obviously this is our first opportunity to tell you that this is really our first experience at running a banquet of this magnitude. However, I think that because it's a banquet that you're going to remember for the rest of your life, I've handed out business cards and you can contact us <laughs> and we'll come and provide That's a great marketing, a, a, memorable, a memorable banquet. Don't forget it. But yeah, so then we we're back at Baytown this year now. And so, you know, the first thing they ask is they said, I'm not sure about a banquet. Yeah. The last time we had it, it wasn't. It wasn't a lot almost of burned the new school down. <laughs> what was, was bad is we had to evacuate, and so did all those people in the auditorium. The whole school. Yeah, the whole place. They were on the other end of the school. They didn't even know what. What the heck is yeah. going on? They're in the middle of you know oh, tap dancing routine. Over yeah, there. no question. Oh my god! And you know, crazy. Bobby Locke was there. He's a coach at GCM. He had his his uh, daughter, or whatever, was in there yeah. recital. He said. I'm there and I'm going, what the hell's happening here? He said, we had to go outside. And, uh, you know, there's no fire. It's just all the smoke. But uh, it was a, it was a memorable deal. Another another story from the Bayou Bowl. There you go. Let's make this happen. Let's let's support this. Let's let's but, get some funds going this but way. But I will say, Joe, Chris, uh, you know, and Jimmy, they, I mean, without, this is the core start. I mean, we're the ones that do it. And, and That's done great. It. And, uh, all complaints go to me. You know what? Is that? 
Because I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but then no other better person yeah, for that. That's right. No better person for that. You guys got anything y'all want to promote or, or throw your social media out there or any, any, your, uh, tell us your, your lovely wife's travel agency's name again. Barefoot Blonde Travel. Okay, there you go. Barefoot Travel. Barefoot Blonde Travel. Barefoot Blonde yeah. Travel. Yeah, she does travel all over the world. And domestic, whatever. Fee, it's fee free. So uh, you don't pay her for the service. So it's pretty good. I mean. So I can fly to Cabo free? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> but she'll schedule it for you. Yeah, she'll oh, schedule it go. for you. There you go. There you go. And then, you, got, then there's the uh, Dick's Banquet Dick's, Dick's, <laughs> and Dick's Catering. Uh, we'll do that too. Dick's Call Banquet us. Catering and Evacuation Company. We'll do it all. That's right. You guys got anything that you got? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just trying to keep a low uh, low profile by uh, later years. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah, hey, it. thank you guys for being a part of no, this. Thanks for the Thank you guys for being back. We yeah. enjoyed it. <clears throat> enjoyed it the first time. Enjoyed it fun. today. Please, yeah. please come back and let's do this again. No, you guys got anything you want to throw out to uh, to, to old Kevin that decided to bail out on us tonight? You guys want to? Well, I, you know, I will be the first to say that I, I totally understand, you know, uh, Kevin having to, uh, you know, support uh, the youth of his program and get <laughs> kids involved uh, in track and so forth. So that uh, it's, in very, case, it's important, you know, that the head coach be there. It's a very and, diplomatic answer. You know, very good. So, uh, <laughs> you know, good for uh, good for Kevin to uh, stay. Yeah. And do do. His- I hope dinner's going well, Kevin. It's yeah. your daughter's birthday. <laughs> Tell her happy birthday. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, thank you once again. Hey, thank last you. thing, you've thank got you. an invitation to come to the Bayou Bowl. Thank you. I want to be part of it. Y'all need to come June and 12th, just yeah, just, just hang out, watch it, see yeah. it. Get, let's do this again. Yeah, yeah we can be great. We can do it. Let's we do this again. Well, I guess it, until next time, guys. Uh, thank you for the continued support and and sharing us uh, our podcast on, on Apple and Spotify and all the places you get your podcast. It's things spreading like wildfire, guys. It just came about about just. I, I will tell you, I was at a clinic. Dick and I were at a clinic in Beaumont a couple of weeks ago, and I can't tell you how many people walked up and said, "Hey." We heard your podcast. It was hilarious. That's I mean, great. It, it's so a lot. There's a lot of people listening. Man, I mean, awesome. I don't think they were listening because it was he and I on it. They're just know. listening I, because I don't. well, <laughs> maybe because you were on it. Dick. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, you know. Well, that's great to hear because that's what it's about. Try to add a little something fun, you know. So yeah, we'll go ahead and just turn off the lights on the lounge, right? And uh, and and. Pick it up on the next go around. What do you say, guys? Appreciate it. Thank Thank you you guys for having us. Let's do this again. Appreciate you. All right. Next time. Till next time, we'll see you guys.